Welcome. We're so glad you've taken this opportunity to grow your faith by listening to this teaching. At CLC, it is our heart to see every believer equipped to fulfill the plan that God has for your life. For more information about Celebration Life Church, you can visit our website at celebrationlife.ca. Now let's hear some faith-building teaching from Pastor Ann Ukenen. Well, this morning it's my privilege and honor to get to preach and teach and do all sorts of things. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to be bringing some things back f- from some sermons that I preached before, and I'm just going to be taking some things out. I'm going to be walk- t- uh, talking this morning about walking in the Spirit, funnily enough, or not. <laughs> walking in the Spirit. And, uh, and, uh, and so what Pastor Jason was mentioning before, he was talking about magne- believing in God, magnifying him, and out of, the, out of our, our belly shall flow rivers of living water. And so it's a picture of what it looks like because really, literally not happening, but it's a picture of what's happening, the spirit coming forward, coming out. And one of those, uh, the, one of the ways to see that, to see proof of that is fruit. So um, in my backyard, I have an apple tree. It's pruned, but it's got lots of branches and it's got lots of apples on it. <laughs> when we when we were looking to find uh, looking at homes, we came to it. We knew it was an apple tree. No one had to well really tell us because we looked at the tree and we saw apples. So we kind of knew it was an apple tree. So <laughs> my neighbors they have they have a plum tree and it's kind of growing over and their plum tree looks amazing. They just hacked that thing up and now all of a sudden they've got really great plums. I'm like <laughs> I, I, they were they were they were in their pruning and then I and I looked and I was like whoa I'm like, there's no, where's all the branches they're all gone but their plums look so great. We'll get our tree to where it needs to be but. Right now, it's just got tons of apples on it. <laughs> but we, we looked. The, the neighbors told Alex, and then who told us? But we could look kind of and see the plums. What kind of plum? It's a yellow plum, but like you, you can't really tell right when the, the fruit's like really little. But you're like, oh, you can tell what it's sort of turning into. But you can tell a tree by its fruit. Yeah. So you can tell a, a believer by his fruit, his or her fruit. You can tell. It shows. It shows. It shows what kind of word you believe. It shows what word you have faith in. It shows what word you don't have faith in. It shows a lot. <laughs> and maybe not quite from the outside, although some people you can tell right away by a simple conversation with someone kind of where they're at. If they're a negative Nelly, you know, or just really negative. <laughs> Sorry to the Nellies. Negative. <laughs> negative. I mean, you don't want to be around that person. You know, I'm, I'm excited. Like our apple tree, I'm not so excited about. But I really want to try these plums that the neighbor said that we could take. And they're certainly on our side of the yard. So he said we could. So I'm like, I'm very curious to taste that. And then, you know, you have a taste of, of a person in their conversation, and you're like, bleh, I'm a rotten apple here. <laughs> maybe it'll mature. Maybe it'll ripen. We'll see. Hallelujah. A tree grows its own kind. So with that being said, let's go to Galatians 5. And we'll look at some fruit. The fruit that should be seen in our life. So, hallelujah. In Galatians 5... We're going to go near the end of it. I'm going to start in 16. So if we're flowing, if this, if this, this river is flowing out of us, we're flowing in that general direction, like going with it. And then in verse 16 in Galatians uh, uh, 5.16, it says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. So we have two options here. Walk in the spirit or not. And 
if I, okay, let's have a look at that walk in the spirit. Okay. If someone gives you an instruction, walk in the spirit. You have a choice here to walk in the spirit or not walk in the spirit. These are our choices. So we can be told. And then it goes in here, and Pastor Gwen mentioned some of the the works of the flesh. Lovely they are not. <laughs> so there's so it goes into the list of walking in the flesh and what it is. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, uh, all sorts, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, so th- things, Ev- envyings, murderers, drunkenness, oh, ha- lots of terrible things. But it's interesting that that's the fruit of the flesh. So if you are not walking in the spirit, this is the fruit that you will see. And now, you, I mean, you're like, oh, I didn't, I don't murder. Well, I mean, hatred is as murder. So have you hated, so- hated someone? Hmm. Hmm. These are some things that the blood of Jesus has washed us from <laughs> and cleansed us. And as far as the east is from the west, removed anything. I like the, the, strife, though, is an important one. It's so easy to get in and in and in and in. And like on a Sunday morning, and start fighting with someone, you know? It's, it's a work of the flesh. So this is what we should see in us. And I do see in you. And I see in me. But the fruit of the Spirit in verse 22 is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, Meekness, temperance, against such things there is no law. I love that. When I read it with the children, they're like, what is all that? Because, you know, the law, like they don't even understand what a law is. And I'm like, I'm like, it's always good to do these things. (laughs) There is no law that says don't love because it's good. (laughs) There is no law against any of them because they're good and they should be there. (laughs) Hallelujah. And in the Amplified, it does say, it clarifies, it says, but the fruit of the, of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Hallelujah. So these are the fruit that we should be seeing in our lives if we're walking by the Spirit. And we know it's a choice. We can just do it. We can just do it. Um, it's, uh, I love this song that I sing with my class. It's, uh, it's a fruit of the spirit song to teach them all about it. It's kind of jazzy and stuff, but the beginning of it is it says you need to be filled with the spirit to walk in the spirit, be led by the spirit of God. I love it. I'm just, I love that. (laughs) And then all these fruit just grow. So, um, I, a few, like um, a couple months ago, I talked about what's normal and what is normal is walking in the spirit. That's normal. And to just re- like kind of remind you, remember that normal is what's appropriate and normal is normal. It is, but popular is not normal. Don't let popular define what normal is. Normal is the word of God and living by it and walking by it and living it. Just because something's popular and the world is doing it doesn't mean it's a good idea. Like wearing your clothes backwards, not a good idea. (laughs) That was something that happened when I was in school. I'm like, not a good idea crazy this this group called crisscross and they would wear it and everybody was doing it and they're like no (laughs) yeah (laughs) not normal and not necessary and not and popular but why because the world is (laughs) gravitates towards things that don't make sense and so (laughs) they gravitate to things they gravitate to the flesh and of it we see certain things and you see and you go huh and that's the fruit. So when you go, huh, you know, don't eat that. So it's normal to walk in the spirit. It's easy. Uh, so just keep that in mind that popular does, popular does not mean normal. When you're out there, 
And there's everyone, and they're saying, oh, this is the way. No. It may be popular, but it's not normal. And it won't be normal for eternity, let me tell you. So we're living in eternity now. We're born again. I also talked about love um, a, a, a bit ago. And I was talking about how that the world limits love by talking about it being um, an emotion. And how that really limits love and how it operates, being that God is love. So then if you think it's an emotion, you think God is an emotion, but he's not. He's not an emotion. He's a person. Love is a person. Love is a person that would die for people, for all mankind, not doing anything. Jesus. It's an operating system. It's how we operate, how he, God operates, and how we should therefore operate. It's in the list. It's in the list of fruits of the Spirit. So if we're walking by the Spirit, we're being led by the Holy Spirit, one of the fruits we should see is love. Not always going to be what someone else likes or wants. How many times have you been loved and you didn't like it? But it was good for you. <laughs> so when you say, no, that's wrong, that can be love too. Discipline is love. Helping correct someone, love. Uh, your children, especially, love. They don't like it. They don't like it at all. But it's what they need. And it's love. If you didn't love them, you wouldn't do it. Right? So he loves us. He's going to take care of us. He's going to help us get where we need to go. His word is love. He is love. And if we are in the spirit, this is made manifest and present. And so we have a lot of visitors coming to Celebration Life Church. And a lot of them have said, when they come here, they feel God's love. They feel loved when they come here. That's a testimony. That's our fruit. That's our fruit. People want to come to your home. And, do, and they, people want to be with you. Sometimes that can be annoying. But they want to... <laughs> They want to be with you and be with you and hang with you and they and they want to be around you. That's a testimony to the fruit. You taste good. <laughs> yes, yes, there you go. You can practice that. So it's it's evident and clearly seen that people that people that that's operating in you. So, so that's great. So we can see the fruit on our tree. We can see that love. You know, we can, see, we can see other things. We can see all this fruit in us. So, so we were told that the neighbor's tree was a plum. Um, and uh, so you're like, okay, I expect it to be a plum. I don't expect something else to grow there. So that's what I see. Now, if we go jump out and we jump and we look at how the world sees Christians today. Think about that. Think about what, if you went to someone in the world who's, or you've heard someone out of their mouth, la 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 la, about Christians and what they've said. Has it been very nice? It hasn't been very nice. So let's think. Fruit is evident. Apple, you see the apple tree growing. Plum, I see it growing. You can't deny what it is. You can't deny what's there. But when we have people saying, oh, look at them. They're so hateful. They're so critical. They're so this. They're so judgmental. I think they're looking at some fruit. They're looking at some fruit. Maybe it's not your fruit. And it probably is not. If you're in this room and listening, probably not. But... That's how they see the tree. And so when someone says Christian, that can make people go, because <sighs> they, 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 they have an, a, a, fr a fruit understanding that may not be accurate, but may, it might very well be from the people that are walking out in this world, showing their fruit for all to see, showing who they are for all to see. But I'm not just a Christian. I'm a believer. I believe God's word. So 
<laughs> so they look for, so they're looking for something and they might decide to see something that's not present in us. So we need to make that make sure that fruit is shown for all to see. Because that will make the be the difference maker. When they see the goodness of God, when they see these characteristics flowing truly in a, in a believer, it can't be denied. It's noticeable. When I was in university, I was, I just happened like I was listening to some music and I was just, uh, you know, and in my room and studying and everything. And then uh, one of, one of the um, girls down the hall came into my room and was like, wow, your room's very peaceful. You know, it feels really calm in here. And I'm like, well, first of all, maybe if you stop burning that incense and doing that stuff, that dumb junk. You know, I didn't know. I didn't say that. I'm like, yeah, you know, would you like to come here and sit in here and chat for a while? You know, that kind of thing. But it's, it's noticeable. Someone in the world came and said, wow, it's peaceful here. They noticed the fruit. It cannot be denied. It's there. When you see an apple on the plate, it's there. It's an apple, and you can't say it's something else. It's an apple. So when you see love present, you cannot deny it. It's there. It's present. And it cannot be denied. So the people is, the problem is not, not walking in the Spirit or being led by the Holy Spirit. But they see the works of the flesh and it taints things. But in a moment, in a moment, when they encounter you and being led by the Holy Spirit, the fruit that there is fruit that remains, that's tasty and delightful, and people want to be close to you and want to change. If it's real, if it's real. So, God's not weird or spooky. And that's, I think, another thing. That's another fruit that gets out there is people think that it's spooky because they've encountered spooky and weird Christians. And so, <laughs> so they think, oh no, if I become Christian, I'm going to have to be like that. And oh no, God is neither spooky nor weird, but he is normal. He is the way of operating and being. And we can operate and be like him. He's normal. He's the one to stick with. Children running up to Jesus. That's the way it should. Like, if Jesus was creepy or weird, children wouldn't be running up to him. They know. They go, they'll go back home to you or to, to whoever is familiar before they go to creepy or weird. And they know and they sense it. They sense that fruit. <laughs> they know. He's the one to stick with. Now, I, I, when I was thinking about all this, I was thinking about Rahab. Why didn't she stick with, like, the walls of Jericho? Like, I mean, it, it's a pretty strong wall. You know, like, here it is. But she heard something different. She heard about the Israelites. She heard about their God. And she knew that it was way better than what she had the walls that were protecting her, built by man. She knew. And so she invited God in through helping the spies, listening to instructions, following them, laying her uh, a red, a red, a red thing, sash out the, out, the, out the balcony. And she was not touched, her and her family. Not touched. She chose a better way. She knew it would be better for her. She looked at what she, where she was and what she had, and she counted it as nothing. She didn't go by what she saw. She went by what she heard about the Israelites' God and made a choice and turned that way. Anyone who hears this message, hears it truly from our mouths, will want to turn. It's the better way. Some need some prayer. Some need some help. 
Now, some need some people watering and watering and watering, but it's the message of truth. And it lights up anytime you speak it. Walking in the Holy Spirit is better when we do this, and it demonstrates a better way. It's interesting that some people are so panicked at this time. I have not been panicked. I've been annoyed, but I haven't been panicked. <laughs> this ought not be so. You know? and, and there's like, and, and certain people and Christians, whom I, you know, whom I know and have talked with, not here, they have, they, they've clung to this idea and they don't see God as their healer. They don't see God as the healer. They don't see God as their all in all and their source. And they're certainly not walking by the Spirit because you can see the fruit and how they are panicked, how they speak. You can tell by how someone's speaking. The fruit's right there because what they believe is coming out of their mouth. People might not understand, but they do see it and hear it. And we, it can help us understand people better when we listen to what they're saying, really listening to what they're saying. And if what they're saying is not in line with this, I would be not concerned about what they said <laughs> and let it guide me. Because <laughs> this is guiding me. God's word is guiding me. So, so fruit grows. Right now it's... In the summer, it was little tiny little green nuggets of, of, first it was a flower, the flowers. I had flowers all over my apple tree. Then the apples are getting bigger, bigger now, and they're kind of, some of them are changing color. But fruit grows and gets bigger. So the evidence of the Holy Spirit in your life should get bigger, not smaller. Yes. So it... Uh, <laughs> And like fruit, I love it. I love the, the idea of fruit, that it's called the fruit of the Spirit. Because fruit like is food that nourishes you. So as it's growing and maturing, it's nourishing you, but also not only you, but being like that mustard tree, nourishing people around you. You know, and then hopefully getting a seed or two. <laughs> so it feeds us as we grow in the Spirit. And... It nourishes us, and it, it makes a difference. So if we look at some of these aspects of the, uh, the, um, the fruit of the Spirit, we have joy. Now, you can turn with me uh, quickly to Hebrews 2. I'm um, 12, 2. He Hebrews 12, 2. And we're going to look here. Praise the Lord. <laughs> um, Hebrews 12, 2. Here we see that joy. And it says in verse 12, uh, Hebrews 12, 2, looking unto Jesus. Here's again looking where we're looking, looking at Jesus, high and lifted up, looking at him. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and set, is seated down at the right hand of the throne of God. I always, I so enjoy this. I enjoy this scripture because there's joy here. Now, right in that moment at the cross, which was the most terrible, terrible of moments, he was able to live in the future, live in the joy of what was going to happen when he was done in it, in it in it and that spurred him on to be able to do what he needed to do the fruit that we bear spurs us on to be able to do what we need to do it continues to feed us and strengthen us and spur us forward 
this is so amazing. Like how, how it flows through us and it's like an out of rivers flow, flow, it's, it's flowing out of us, but also it's coming back to us. It's coming back in this permanent loop of going, moving forward and, and, and reaching others, but nourishing ourselves and continuing this work, like this continuing pouring in. And so the Holy Spirit is in this fruit that is seen. So this joy, powerful, 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 and you know who doesn't have joy. And they're not powerful people. They're letting circumstances kick them around and kick them down. And that fruit is very evident. But the joy of the Lord and what he promised us, what he has done, maybe we don't see it now, but it spurs us into that. It jumps us forward into it. And we can live in it now. We can live in it now. And we can live in that, and it strengthens us. It makes us stronger. This fruit that is very evident. Hallelujah. This joy. Now, if we look at another fruit of the Spirit, long-suffering patience. This is what Pastor Gwen was talking about this earlier at the beginning of the service. Patience. Patience. Let's go to James 1 and 4. Hallelujah. James 1 and 4. Patience. Do you know people who are patient? Have you seen the fruit of patience in other people? I've seen it. If you work with children, you've got to have it. (laughs) Yes. And it has to be working. And so, well, let's just go to James uh, 1 and 4 and read that there. It says, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. It's very similar to that joy. The patience and knowing that what has been promised, that what you believe will come to pass, has come to pass, and you're patient in it because you know it's happened. But patience having a perfect work. This is very, very, I'm I'm still unpacking it, still thinking about it, still patience is so important. And it's thrown around like one of those words like love, you know, and it's thrown around, you know, be patient, do this, be that. And I was looking at some definitions of patience. And this is like worldly dictionaries. So, um what patience was. And it says, and, and it was so interesting, this, this, um, this idea of patience in a dictionary, um, the capacity to, capacity to accept or tolerate delay, problems, or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. <laughs> and I looked at this definition and I thought, well, this seems like you're at the, 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 the cusp of it, like, you know, either or, like, you know, it's the same thing with like, you know, you're either walking in the spirit or you're walking in the flesh. It's like you, you have patience or you don't. And it seems like you're like, you could be living on this line of where patience is like, like you've heard, probably heard, I'm, I'm nearing the end of my patience. But I have a question though. If you're walking in the spirit and you're displaying the fruit of the spirit, and the fruit of the Spirit grows, why would you ever run out of patience? Why would you be at the cusp of ever losing your patience? I'm preaching it to myself too. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But if it's growing and it's fruitful, this should be evident in any believer's life. And if it's not, we can grow. <laughs> we can allow that apple or that, pe- that patience to grow. So we need to let this fruit grow. We need to give it permission to grow. One of the ways is it's in the beginning. In Galatians 22, it says, what does it say? Walk. Walk in the spirit. 
this morning was a really good example of how you can live. Like, of course, you don't have the drums and the piano and the and everything, but you have your voice. You have your voice out there, and you can be saying, in in whatever tone where no one can hear you, you are high and lifted up. You can sing it privately, <laughs> and you can have a, 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 a moment, as many moments as you want, to make things different, to allow that fruit to grow and foster that fruit to grow, because it's not just going to happen on a Sunday morning. It's walk in the Spirit. That's present tense, continuing. You're walking, doing it. Walk in the Spirit, not stopping, but continuing. There's many situations. We have different kinds of things that rise up and different problems, big or small, circumstances or circumstances. Little storm, big storm. Still a storm. Still a circumstance. We need this fruit to grow. We need to give it permission to grow. And we need to yield to it. And yield, it's when we're driving our cars out and about, there's yield signs places. And what you're going to do, what that means is, it's your turn first. Your turn first. I'll go when I can, when there's a space or there's an opportunity. Yielding to the spirit and letting it go is like, you go first. You have someone that has a negative attitude in your face at work or you know, I'm blessed. My work's not really like that. But I might have a child <laughs> that's a child <laughs> and, and be, you know, having difficulties, you know. And, and I have this, and, and you have an opportunity to yield to the fruit. Yield to the spirit that's on the inside of you that's there. And it's that tree, and it has to grow. And so it has to produce And if you're yielding to it, it will produce, and it will grow. But if you get caught up in that moment, other things can arise, like strife, division, other things, you know, like, you know, like the the fighting, the little fighting. And I think for the most part, that's the biggest thing. Like, you know how, like, you, you think, like, you get so distracted by a big bad thing that you don't see the little things that strife is, you know, and just noticing it and immediately say, hey, wait a second, that was a bad attitude, I'm sorry. And you know what? Maybe they don't deserve that being said. But it's not about deserving. It never was. It never was. I want the spirit to be made manifest in my life. People seeing the fruit. And here and now, thinking about it. How the right to be right. The right to get someone, uh, something to someone. How costly that is. It costs you your fruit. I'm going to let that sit for a moment. Wow. (laughs) It costs you fruit. But the good thing is that there's the blood of Jesus. We can choose patience. Let's go to Romans 5. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans. Romans 5. 1. Hallelujah. You can choose patience. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God, through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we all ha- also have access by faith into his grace, where we stand and, reju- re- and rejoice in hope 
in the hope of glory of God. And being not only so, we glory in tribulations, also knowing that tribulation, stuff, circumstances, worketh patience, and patience experience, experience hope, and hope makes you not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So just like we saw that joy springs us forward into the living of the promises that God has for us now, living fully in them, knowing that they're done and that they're accomplished, here we have patience doing that as well. And it doesn't make us ashamed. We don't have to be ashamed of what it is because we know that God has done it and he keeps his word and he does his word for us. So here we have this potential in us. We have a choice. We can walk by the spirit. We can walk by the flesh. Obviously, better to walk by the spirit. All the time, working towards that. Praise the Lord. (laughs) We can do that. In physics, there's something called potential, where they calculate the ability of mass or electricity to do something. And there's potential in that. And it's limited by the mass of the, of the element or the mass of whatever it is. Um, and then gravity's at work. And then depending on how high something is, like when you drop something, there's different energy levels that can be achieved. And so it, like, there's the potential in something to have enough energy to do something. But it's limited by its mass. Now, we have a God when we talk about potential in us, it's limitless. The potential in us is not limited by who we are, but everything that he is. And there is no limit. It says in Ephesians 3 and 20, it says, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or do. And then here is the, area which could be a limit or not, depending on you, according to the power that works in you. Will you yield to it? Will you let it work through you? Will you show that patience when someone doesn't deserve it? But it's not about deserving. It's about him, about God. Showing that fruit and making it made manifest and demonstrating it. So I have all these wonderings with everything. I feel like this fruit, the fruit of the Spirit, and we talk about, and it's, and if we go back to it, it's like, well, and I can think about my song, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We have all these different, different things, and I only touched upon a couple of them. I could touch upon self-control there. <laughs> but when I was looking at all the different pieces, I noticed how so much they connect together. So when you're talking about patience and being patient, self-control is at work as well. Love is at work as well. You're like, you know, we're demonstrating love. Love or uh, like, you know, love others as Jesus loved us. That means you wouldn't, you wouldn't snap. That means you wouldn't, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> and the more I look, I wonder, the fruit of the Spirit, and we're seeing different characteristics in the fruit of the Spirit mentioned in Galatians 22. But I think more, more than anything, it's one. And so we're seeing aspects When we see God and who all he is, we see little aspects of him. He's good, he's faithful, he's kind, he's love, but he's all God. And so when we look at the fruit and we see how other characteristics and 
aspects are together in this one thing, it's like one fruit. It's like the super fruit. <laughs> because when we think we see, we see faith, well, faith works by love. But all these other things are in it. It's the fruit of the Holy Spirit working in us and through us. So it's encompassing all these characters together, entwined, so that when we're present and walking in the fullness of the Holy Spirit and what he has for us, all those characteristics are made manifest. And all those characteristics are there. And all those things are there. So when you're in a situation, you've got that peace to give to that situation or to that person. And it works, it's different from when we, we think about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, where there's different gifts. Like we have healing and um, miracles, miracles and, and prophecy and all these things. And they come in a moment and they do a task that it's supposed to do. And it can work through any of you, but it's by God delivered to that person for a moment. But what I'm talking about here is ever-present, ever-ready, always growing, always in us to do what we need to do in our daily life, in our daily life. Not just for like, you know, like a prayer service or something, or when you're out talking and ministering to someone and all of a sudden you get like a word of knowledge about them and you tell them, oh, this problem has been plaguing you. Let me pray with you about that. And then bam, all of a sudden healed of that. A little different but the same. Because if we're yielding to the Holy Spirit and walking in that river and yielding to that river, and I had that word a while back about in being in a river. Yeah. It's so important to keep this in mind that you can be in the river at the edge and it can pass you, the water can pass you by and you are there and you're still in the same spot as the river flows and continues on. You can wade even deeper and still the river will flow around you and not overtake you. But it's not until you're, you go deep enough and get fully immersed and that your feet cannot touch the ground and you're no longer in control, but the river is, and it allows you to take you where you're going down the river. So we can allow him to take us where we need, we're going to go. And we're equipped. And as we continue and develop in these, these, these fruit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, and seeing it growing and produce, things only get better. We don't, we don't have the limit of limit, limited patience. We don't have limits, but it gets better. We grow, we do better. And it's seen and clearly evident in others, and it's undeniable. Let's go to Colossians 1. And we're going to just... Colossians 1. Hallelujah. And I'm going to jump down to 3. We give thanks to God and the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. There's people here praying always for you. There's people here that can play, pr always pray with you, too. <laughs> and that doesn't negate praying for yourself. Please do that. <laughs> but praying always for you. And we have Jesus forever making intercession for us, who has faith-filled prayers. Hallelujah. Since we have heard of your faith in Jesus Christ and the love which you have to all the saints, the love here that we have for this church, this body, for this city, for this nation. For the hope that is laid up for you in heaven, 
Wherefore you have heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is come unto you. It's unto us. It's here with us now. Like Pastor Jason said, Jesus did it already. It's done. It's not something we have to hope for. It already came and is, in mani- is mani- man- made manifest to us. For the hope that is laid up for you in heaven, wherefore you had heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which has come unto you, as it is in all the world, and brings forth fruit, as it does in you since the day you have heard of it, and knew the grace of God in truth. We're hearing it. It's growing. The fruit is manifest. As you also learned of Epaphras, our dear fellow servant who is, um, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ. We have faithful ministers of Christ here. And we're all going in the same direction. Who also declared unto you your love in the Spirit. For this cause, also since the day we, we, we heard, do not cease to pray for you and desire that ye be me filled with the knowledge of his will and the wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk, walk in the Spirit, walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet to be partakers in the inheritance of the saints in light. And that's my prayer this morning for us. That we walk worthy of the God, of God, unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Shalane, do you want to come on up? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So. How much we yield is how much we go forward. And so we have an opportunity, a choice. And we have people praying for us. And we have God's word that is true and undeniable. That you walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit, that when you came, you never left us, but you're always with us. And I thank you, Lord, that as we yield to you in a greater way. I thank you, Lord, that that fruit is evident and clear. And we see evidence of the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit in people's lives. We see it. We see the evidence. I thank you, Lord, that that fruit is evident and growing and growing, getting greater and bigger. I thank you, Lord, that we're walking in everything that you would have for us. I thank you, Lord, that we look to you, the author and finisher of our faith. And with each and every step, you're helping us that we don't have to do it alone, that we never had to do it alone, but we do it with you. And I thank you, Lord, that we're living in the future promises that you have for us that are real, that are, that are real for us. And I thank you that we get a greater knowledge and a grip on your promises made manifest for us. That they're yes and amen 
already done. And I thank you, Lord, that just as Jesus lived in the promise of tomorrow and the joy spurred him forward, I thank you, Lord, that we are spurred forward with that same joy. The joy that we know that this is not the end for Celebration Life Church, but you have a bigger place for us. That there's more people coming. I thank you, Lord, that, that for the things that we're going to do in, in this church and, and through this church for this city. Oh, hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord, that anyone that comes will be able to see the fruit made manifest, growing in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and self-control. I thank you that when people come, they see it and they notice it. Oh, hallelujah. That it is manifest, clearly seen. And I thank you, Lord, that we can flow flow in your ways that when we yield to your ways that it's peace that it's joy that it's the normal way to go oh I thank you for each of us individually I thank you Lord now for a new purpose a new settling and I thank you, Lord, for the revelation that you have for each and every single one of us and how we can apply your word, gain that understanding and wisdom to be powerful in this city and powerful in this nation, powerful in our workplaces, that power inside of us I thank you, Lord, that we're letting it loose and seeing greater things in the horizon. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for listening today. We hope you have been strengthened and encouraged by the message you've heard. To hear more from our pastors or to learn more about Celebration Life Church, you can visit our website at celebrationlife.ca. You can contact us by phone at 604-594-7327 or you can write to us at Unit 2A, 13139 80th Avenue, Surrey, BC, V3W3B1.